0: Um, You know, this is, I think, one of my most favorite Sundays of the year, and it's because when we have multi-generations together, worshiping the Lord, being together in community, I just get the sense that this is how God meant it to be. This is how God intended it. We experience the heart of God together when we are a multi-generational family. So, Thank you for being here. You know, my wife, Dale, and I, we became first-time grandparents a little over two years ago, and we have another grandchild on the way, Um, but we love it. We love it. It's great. In fact, my wife, Dale, she cannot get enough of our grandson. And so it's a cool thing, but there is one downside to becoming grandparents. I notice. It seems like every other week there are new packages from Amazon coming to my door <laughs> filled with new toys, books, things and so that's a downside but it's it's all good. It's all good. You know the Bible affirms the blessing that grandchildren are. Look at this verse. Proverbs 17:6 Grandchildren are the crowning glory of the aged. They are your crown. They are your jewels, they are your glory because they are your legacy. They are your generational family continuing on and they are a blessing. And God intended you to be blessed by them, but he also intended you as grandparents to be a blessing and a huge influence upon your grandkids. Look at this verse, Deuteronomy 4 9. But watch out, this is Moses relaying the word of the Lord to the Israelites of all the things they had just experienced from God. So he says, watch out, be careful never to forget what you yourself have seen, the things of God you have seen. Do not let these memories escape from your mind as long as you live, and be sure to pass them on to your children And who? Grandchildren. Pass on your faith. Pass on your experience. Pass on your wisdom to your grandchildren. God intended you grandparents to have a huge role in the life and the future of your grandkids. And I'm just going to share quickly three ways that you could be a positive influence to your grandkids. The first is this, first way is this, speak to them words of encouragement. Speak to your grandkids, verbally tell them words of encouragement. You know, research were look, researchers were looking into and, and finding out from teenagers who were the most significant spiritual influencers in their life. And they came up with a list, and on that list, there were Children's, you know, children's workers and helpers, youth leaders and workers, pastors were on the list, but you know we were far below on that list. The top two influencers, two, the top two influencers, and these you know what these research found: the top two influencers on the spiritual life of their children and teens. Number one, parents. And number two, grandparents. These researchers found that parents and grandparents were the most significant, by far, spiritual influencers on teenagers. And let me just say this, because of the nature of the relationship grandparents have with grandchildren, I believe kids, your children's kids, will listen to you and listen to the words you speak in ways that the parents, they will not listen or receive from their parents. You can speak certain things that they will receive because of the nature of your relationship with them that they may have a hard time receiving from their parents themselves. Proverbs twelve eighteen says this, there is one who speaks rashly like the thrust of a sword. Don't we know people like that? We know people like that. It seems like every other word, it's like a little jab, right? A little thrust of the sword. But it says, but the tongue of the wise brings healing, brings healing. Grandparents, your words carry tremendous weight. Tremendous value. Your words have the ability and the power to significantly impact your grandkids, and not only them at the moment, but their futures and their lives. Let your words bring life, bring encouragement, and bring healing to your grandkids. So, speak words of encouragement to your grandkids. Second, give them your time. Give them your time. You know, often, time and attention equals love. Time and attention equals love. You know, in the Bible, people were trying to bring their children to Jesus because they wanted Jesus to to bless their, their children. And then the followers of Jesus They were trying to shoo these parents away because they didn't want the master. They didn't want the Lord. They didn't want Jesus. He had so many things on his plate. They didn't want him bothered, troubled by, distracted by these parents bringing their kids. So they were trying to shoo them away. They are saying, shh, be quiet, go away. And Jesus says, stop. Let the children come. Jesus, the Lord, God in the flesh, let the children come. He says, the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. He says, the greatest in the kingdom are these. He says, if you don't have faith like a child, you cannot even enter the kingdom of God. And so God, Jesus, he he welcomes, he spent time, he blessed the kids, blessed the children. And so grandparents spend time Spend time with your kids. You know, in a lot of ways, what I learned becoming a grandparent, a lot of ways, the things they say, say have said, or things I've heard about being a grandparent, a lot of them are true. It's like awesome. It's like you get all the enjoyment, but you don't have to carry the weight and the responsibility of raising them, correcting them, providing for them, right? So you just get all the good stuff, right? When I'm with my grandson Hudson and I'm smelling something foul, I say, here you go, (laughs) Uh, someone needs help, right? And I can just give them away. You know, we spend time playing with him. I'm on the ground, right? Playing his trains, playing his things. And you know, he likes to dump out his toys or play. And then after a couple hours, I'm tired. Okay, it's time to go, and so we can just leave, and, you know, there's a hurricane that went through, but, you know. So, you know, but because of that, because of that, when we spend time with them, because we don't have the pressure, because we don't have those responsibilities, we could give our full attention and focus on them Freely. You're free. You're free. Remember back when you were raising your children? Do you remember that? Right? You have all this pressure. All the, You have these financial burdens. You know, grandpas, I know you were out there when you were younger. You're trying to provide for your family. You're trying to get ahead in your career. Right? And, and you have all these other things you're worried about, concerned about. You know, trying to get a home and set that up. And all these things going on. Grandparents today, you're free. You're free, you're, and we're free to focus on them. And I believe, personally I believe raising parenting children today is much harder than it was when I was a parent raising my children. Because of society, because trying to navigate society, all the stuff happening, all the moral issues taking place for parents, Dealing with social media and all of that, it's much harder. And parents, I see them, they're stressed, they're tired, they're worn out. In a lot of homes, both parents have to work to make ends meet. That's where we can step in, grandparents. We could step in and give our grandkids that focused love attention that they really long for and hunger for, and we could support our kids in raising the, the children. You know, I don't know how many new parents I've talked to in the past that have said, when they see their, especially when you have first-time grandparents, when they see how, how their parents are interacting with their kids I never saw that when I was growing up. (laughs) Right? My dad never talked to me like that. He never got this high voice. Hey, how are you doing? Right? It's because you're free. And use that freedom to spend time with your grandkids, pouring into them. And finally, the third way, the third encouragement of, of how You could be an influence on your grandkids. Show them, show them the heart of Father God. Show them the heart of Father God. God intended you, grandparents, God intended you to be a physical, tangible picture and experience that they can have of the heart of God the Father. I believe that. Of the heart of god the father because you are free just to enjoy them for who they are through you they could get a taste of what god is like what the heart of the father father god is like now maybe you're thinking i, I don't know how to show my grandkids the heart of father god i, I don't really know what that looked like looks like i i don't know what to do uh, i don't know Maybe, and maybe, you know, your parents or your grandparents, you know, they were like old school. You know, they, they grew up, I don't know how many times I've heard people talking about their, their grandparents or their, their great-grandparents. You know, immigrants to this country, they had to fled flee from some kind of, you know, difficult challenges, war, hardships. They had to, you know, struggle with their way, coming to this country, trying to make it work. And as a result of that, maybe you grew up with parents and grandparents that you know, were more old school, were more tough, were more no-nonsense, no right? Have had a lot of challenges in their lives they've had to deal with. And so maybe you think, I, I don't know how to show my grandkids, the heart of the Father. You know, I have good news for you. I have fantastic news for you. If you've never experienced or rarely experienced the heart of God the Father, you can learn to experience His heart for you now. Right now. You can learn to experience it today. And I have one word for you to help you experience the heart of God the Father. It is the F word, forgiveness. Forgiveness. Through forgiveness, that is one of the most powerful ways you could experience the Father's heart. God the Father's heart. You know there's a downside to being grandparent. There's a downside because when you become a grandparent, it means something. It means one thing. You're getting old. <laughs> it means you're getting old. I'm getting old and you have entered the home stretch. You have entered the fourth quarter. You know you lived more life than there is left to live here on earth, right? You know, you are in your, this sounds nice, but it's not really that nice. You're you in your sunset years, <laughs> right? And you know what I found myself, now that I'm thinking about the fact that you know, I'm, I'm in the last quarter, probably like the last quarter of my life. You know what I find? You start reminiscing more, right? You start thinking back more. You start reflecting more. Oh, yeah, remember that time? Remember this? Remember that? Um, You do that along with you start talking more about your health issues and more about your aches. You know, it's interesting. The older you get, the more of your conversations with people your age starts turning to health issues, body aches, what kind of medications are you taking, right? All those kinds of things. But we start reflecting more. And what I find is... If we're honest, when we start reflecting, we remember good times, we remember memorable things, but we also remember and think about regrets. Things we regret. Past relationships that have gone sideways. Maybe even with your own siblings or close friends that you know, not, don't talk to anymore or other family members. Maybe you start thinking about mistakes you have made, bad decisions and choices you've made in your life. Maybe maybe you think about you yourself as a parent. Oh man, I wish when I was a parent, I had done this more. I wish I hadn't said those things or treated my children this way. We're all human. We all make mistakes, and the longer you live, the more the regrets pile up. We all have a truckload of regrets. The Bible says, all of us have sinned and fall far short of the glory of God. But the good news is this, the more regrets you have, the more mistakes you've made, the more sins you've committed, that means you could experience a greater amount of God's forgiveness and grace and love. You know, Jesus was at a party. He got invited to a party by a religious leader. And at this party, a woman comes up to him and starts pouring out an expensive bottle of perfume on his feet. She's crying and she's wiping Jesus's feet with her tears. And the religious leaders at the party, they kind of sneer, they're kind of disgusted. And they say, if Jesus knew, if he was really a prophet, if he knew who this woman was, yeah. She's a sinner. And by calling her, saying, imagine that. Imagine that was your name. That was how you were labeled. That's how you were recognized. Oh yeah, there he is. There's the sinner right there. That's how she was. And she was probably a unclean, seen as an unclean, dirty prostitute. but Jesus forgives her. And Jesus tells this story to her and to all the religious leaders gathered there. Luke 7, 47, he says, I tell you, her sins, and they are many, her sins, and they are many, have been forgiven, so she has shown me much love. But a person who is forgiven little shows only little love. You wanna show your grandkids the heart of God? Confess to the Lord. Bring all your regrets, all your mistakes, all your shortcomings to the Lord. And the Bible says Jesus died for you, for all those regrets, to wash them away so you can experience the overwhelming love and forgiveness and the heart of Father God. And when you experience the love of God in that way, I guarantee you it's gonna change how you treat your grandkids because your heart is gonna get bigger your love is going to get greater the grace you've experienced is going to show more you know this the lord spoke this to me as i was thinking about this this week i was praying and the lord i felt like the lord spoke this to me he said there is so much power in my love to wash away the darkest of sin, to break the strongest of strongholds, and to soften the hardest of hearts. There is no greater power in all the universe than the love of God that was shown through Jesus Christ. Grandparents, God made you, God has you here on earth today that through you your grandkids can get a tangible taste an experience can receive a touch from God the Father's heart and so uh, go to the Lord receive from him receive his love and forgiveness and let him show you his father's heart so that you could pass that on and show to your grandkids. Let's have a word of prayer. Lord, I just thank you for all the grandparents here today. Thank you, God, for the legacy, the heritage the history that they're able to pass on, the support they're able to pass on to their kids and to the grandkids. We all know it, Lord. when we're in a room filled with multi-generations, great-grandparents, even grandparents, parents, children, we all, can, we all know and we all sense and we all can feel this is how it's meant to be because God, you are the author of family. And so Lord, we honor the grandparents today. I pray in Jesus' name that you would encourage them, that you would bless them, that you would show them and fill them with more and more of your heart. If there's any grandparents here today who you've, you've never received the forgiveness of God, you've never put your lo- faith in Jesus, you've never said, God, I believe in Jesus, I, want, I need your love, I need your forgiveness. I just encourage you right now. All you got to do is, God, yes, I want that. You just have to say that in your heart to Him. Yes, I want that, Lord. Forgive all my regrets, all my. Wash them away that I might know and experience your heart. So thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for each one being here. Encourage, bless them. We lift up their families and their clans and their family generations to you. Thank you so much in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us for our online service. Hope you will join us in person sometime. It would be great to see you and meet you. Don't forget to subscribe to our Catalyst YouTube channel so you don't miss out on anything. And be blessed this week. And as always, thank you, Jesus.